ladies and gentlemen, introducing the Wrestle Addict Radio Network. Radio Network. Hey, what's up, you guys? What is going on, everybody? What up, fam? Hey, it's me. What up, oozes? What's up, guys? This is the Monday Night Delight. Are you looking for a network that brings you all things pro wrestling? Then look no further. Wrestle Addict Radio brings you a varied source of wrestling content. What's going on, guys? This is Willie T. My name's Mr. Press. This is your resident smart slayer. Search for Wrestle Addict Radio on all major podcast platforms and be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Buzz, buzz, guys. My name is Kate Murphy of the Kings of the Ring podcast. And you are listening. And you're listening. And you're listening. And you are listening. And you are listening. Get ready for a war because you're listening. Come join the war each and every week as we fight to keep wrestling real. What's up, everybody? This is King Ricky Rose, and you are listening to Wrestle Addict Radio. Radio, 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 radio. Do I have everybody's attention now? Ladies and gentlemen. Introducing first, from parts unknown, our resident Mark, Johnny Smart. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Next, coming down the aisle, the unstoppable force, the immovable object, Doc Haas. Haas. I can't help that I'm custom made. I can't help it that I look good, smell good, can't dance all night long. And here is your host. The baby face of podcasting, Jenny C. Bo. You know what? You just made the list. Elizabeth, go right, not going left. Can I ask a question, Macho Man? Question, question. You're listening to the fourth wall wrestlecast. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. Wall. And why'd you interrupt me, bro? I'm trying to start our fucking show. That's unbelievable, the water. Are you kidding me? Shut what, are your you damn mouth. Are you this is not water, though. This, this is coffee. Because, you know, we are the after midnight delight, and we don't record until <laughs> after midnight on weekdays. And then we do stupid shit like this, like, like fucking... Right. Now, yo, can, can I start the show now? Uh-oh, can okay, I start the show? Coffee. Uh, and... Yeah, go ahead. And what up, fam? Welcome to the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. Welcome to the Fourth Wall WrestleCast. You know you could check us out right here every Saturday on the Wrestle Addict Radio Network. As always, I am your host with the most, the baby face of podcasting, J.C. Bones. And I am accompanied by the good doctor himself. He is the prescription filling, bass playing, smart slaying, cowboy boot wearing, son of a gun. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for the one and only, the, 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 the Doc Haas. Woo! 
That was pretty good, right, bro? You like that? That was good. That was your best yet. One yeah. more time. Prescription yeah, fill-in. Bass yep. playing. Get it? Because you play the bass guitar. Yeah, makes sense. Smark yeah. slaying because you slay fucking Smarky every week. And you wear cowboy He's boots. He's scared to show his face. Yeah, yeah. right? And you wear no, cowboy boots. boots. Awesome. You know. I am really... I got, I got, like, nice boots, so I'll fuck around with my boots. Nah, bro. O- only you could pull it off. Oh, I fucking love it. It's funny when I'm, when I'm, when I'm at work. People mm-hmm. always know I'm coming because they right. can hear the boots clack on the hardwood floor. <laughs> do, do you have spurs for your cowboy boots? No, I do not have spurs. Oh, see that that would that would yeah. make for the whole the whole gimmick right there. I would wind up like like cutting myself or like getting pissed at like one of my students and taking it off and bashing him over right. my fucking boots. It's all fun and games till someone gets hurt. Yeah, that, that would become like my sledgehammer. <laughs> uh, you know, that's a good segue right there. Speaking of someone getting hurt and it being all good and fun, Kofi Kingston's championship run since WrestleMania has been real good and real fun, but it looks like it potentially might be coming to an end. Now, with the introduction of Brock, Brock Lesnar on SmackDown Live this past Tuesday. Well, yeah, that makes sense. You know, we all kind of talked about how Brock's probably going to come to SmackDown because, you know, it makes sense for him to be on Fox 5, you know, and one of their big, big call Fox 5, you know what I mean? So it's like, I understand what they're doing. Uh, I think this is huge for Kofi. Yeah. You know, like, this is the, you just is the top of the mountain, the top of the food chain in WWE. And I hope at some point Brock does the right thing and puts over Kofi like he did Seth. Um, I think I, way back in, we're going back to the early, early episodes, I remember talking about how there aren't enough veterans to like, you know, the next batch of stars over. Like a lot of the last generation retired before their 50s, like Edge and Shawn Michaels, and then even like Bret Hart, you know, like Triple H is like in his 50s now, and Brock's like in his 40s, and Orton's getting close to 40 if he's not already, but they've been around since the early 2000s. And these are the guys that are going to have to start putting the next generation of talent over. And Kofi Kingston is a generation after those guys, as far as I'm concerned. He's the beginning of, him and the New Day are the beginning of what, you know, the Rollins, Reigns, Ambrose generation of WWE is, in my opinion. So I think guys like Orton, yeah, no, just let me go. Just let me me roll with that. I think it started then, and it's, flourished once like the shield started and Finn Balor came around and, and Bray Wyatt came around. That's like when you really started to like get a really good roster of talent together. But it started with Kofi in two thousand eight, guys like Kofi and the Miz and that whole gener and that whole you know, guys who debuted around that time. Right. So Cena needs Cena needs to put these guys over. Orton needs to put these guys over, just like he put Kofi over. And Brock Lesnar also needs to put these guys over. And hopefully, even if Brock wins, like on on the first ma- on the first Fox SmackDown, which he probably will, even if Brock wins, that doesn't mean Kofi doesn't get a chance to beat him later on. Though it would be nice to see a narrative 
where Brock doesn't win the first match against somebody finally. Even if it's like a double disqualification, even if, you know, somebody returns, like Goldberg fucking returns and takes Brock out, because you know Fox would go fucking nuts for something like that. Right. You know, like I feel like that's like where you're going to see the Bischoff hand be played. You're going to see some of these old timers come together. You know, I have a feeling you're going to see that in the SmackDown. I know most wrestling fans don't want to see that, but Fox wants to see some. I, I guarantee they want to see some names that they people have heard before. So I could totally see that happening, and that also saves and, and preserves Kofi's title reign. And you know, if them two were going to feud again, whatever. Like, just give it one match, you know, just to get Fox's, you know. Well, whistle wet, whistle wet, whatever the hell the term is, right. and then and then move the and then move the fuck on from it, and then bring Goldberg back another time down the road, and you know maybe have Brock, you know have another run in with Kofi, and maybe this time he beats Kofi, and then maybe down the line Kofi beats Brock, you know that it'd be nice to see it not be so predictable, and you could do that without having Brock lose and without having Kofi drop the title. That's probably the best way to go. I hope that's where they go, but I have a funny feeling that it's going to end with the first SmackDown Fox is going to end with Brock as, as one of them being eight time champion, nine times. If you include his IWGP title reign. Right. See, I think that this can go either way and either way will be best for business and either way will go over. First of all, Brock's going to go over on SmackDown regardless if he wins the championship or not because of the mainstream following he already has. If you went up to 10 random people and asked them if they ever heard of Brock Lesnar, how many of them are going to say they've heard of him? How many I'd say are- probably about five to seven. I'd say somewhere I, I'm probably 50%, 50%, probably halfway. Yeah. But if you go up to those same 10 people and ask them if they ever heard of Kofi Kingston... Three, maybe four. Right. But but now here's here's the flip side of that. Let's say Kofi beats Brock fair and square in an epic, epic fucking match made for TV, right? Oh. Now, here's the thing. You know WWE is going to tell the story with uh, video packages and promos but with Kofi and Heyman. So they're going to tell the story on what it was like, what everything happened up until now. So even if you never don't even know who Kofi is, you know his story. You already at that point know his rise to become champion. Right. And you know his run as champion since WrestleMania. And you realize, wow, this is a big match for him to be facing Rocket. I get to watch it for free on television. Holy shit. So I think even if Kofi does go over, because of the following he has and how much the fans love him, all the person has to do, I never heard of Kobe, I'm going to hear that crowd pop when he fucking wins. I'm now going to be invested in watching this guy next week. Right. Absolutely true. And. Well, I know that because I uh, thought of it. <laughs> that was so heel of me. Look at you, man. And you call yourself the, the baby, baby face, face of podcasting. Of right? podcasting. Who would have thought? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And you, I think you're right also. I think either way, it, it is a win because Brock. You know, you know, whether you like it or not, like the biggest problem we had with Brock during his universal title reigns is that he just wasn't there enough. It was like right. a ghost title. Right. If Brock's there to start showing up to work again like he has been and having good matches again like he did against Seth, then I'm cool with Brock having a title. Like I, I can understand that. He's the biggest, baddest motherfucker in the promotion. Like I, I makes sense. 
Right. I think in terms of his part-time status and being the champion, it's going to be very different when he's on SmackDown because of the branding of the championship title. Everyone knows the WWE or WWF championship title because who held that title? Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, names that most people, even casual fans, know. They don't know about the Universal Championship. Who's going to be tuning into Fox? A lot more of the casual fan. Oh, I used to watch wrestling. Let me go see what's on. Right? Right, exactly. Isn't Austin or Undertaker already scheduled to be at the first SmackDown? I forget. Oh, dear. I'm not sure. And it's funny. You were talking about video packages before. Yeah. And, yeah, I guarantee there's going to be an old school guy like Taker or Austin. Well, But with the video – Again, I'm scattered here. I'm giving too many thoughts here. <laughs> you got so many things running in my head bones thinking about this and this move. Um, all right. I'm going to go first to what you just said about Taker and Austin. I don't know if that's, that's true or not, but there is undoubtedly going to be some blast in the past. They've been bringing a lot of guys back recently. The fucking Kane segment was great. That was this fucking week great. The 24 That was great. I thought that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even like just the quick rick flair appearance in charlotte like you know you know it's where rick lives well ho- hold on just quick appearance it's all it needed right did you see the commercials for smackdown going live on fox yet uh i've seen do you know who's in these commercials undertaker the rock stone cold right, steve austin yeah. rick flair and I think you might see Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, like sporadically, but it's like focused Str- around Strowman, I think makes an appearance. I think but in one, but yeah. they show you like the longer segments of the commercial are attitude ever segments. Well, they're trying to get you know, old eyes interested. That's right. what it is. Like, oh I remember those guys. Oh, who are these guys? You know. Yeah. So I think it's going to get them to tune in. Then you can start seeing the younger talent and see what they're about. If they do the SmackDown big, on Fox the way they did NXT this week on USA, they're going to be fine moving forward. It's going to be like you were talking about. Like now we're going to see Kofi's video packages and story, and we're going to. It's going to feel like a big. It's going to be a big fight feel leading up. You know, like that night on SmackDown. Like that's how they're going to build it. They're gearing SmackDown to feel more like a sporting event. Like the draft apparently is going to feel more like the NFL draft than it's the WWE have, draft. Right. Has. It's going to have that Fox Sports influence now. Yeah. yeah. It's going to have that. Exactly. It's going to have a Fox Sports influence. And I think that's going to be very new for. So, like, I always look at like WWE fans. There's a lot of different sectors. Like, the collector fan, like you're one of the, you're a big collector, but I'm not. There's the, the, you know, the comic book fan and the video game fan who like, like that, that sort of like superhero element of it. And they latch onto a character, you know? And then there's like, I feel like myself, I'm more like the sports fan that likes WWE and I'm really into the sport. And I wish they would they would kind of present it a little more like a sport. They maybe bring some of those elements from like the seventies and eighties back, where it was still really tried to be pushed as legit, like the early eighties, I should say, before Hulkamania. You know, maybe bring some of those elements back and make it feel more like every show has a every show should have a big fight feel. That's what you know, and it's I, I feel like that's what SmackDown's going to go for. Whereas Raw 
is going to be more of a um, maybe more storyline heavy still. Like, do you agree with me on that? Like, you I, think I Raw still do. feel like more like storyline wise, while SmackDown takes the more like big fight feel. I, I don't. I, or are you going to see so. Raw make the change too? No, I think SmackDown and Raw are going to really be focused more on sports entertainment. And NXT being on USA, that's going to be where you go to to watch the straight-up professional wrestling. And from seeing NXT this past week, how they debuted on USA really uh, helps to plead my case. That it's going to be, that's where you go for professional wrestling. Wednesdays is for professional wrestling. You got AEW, Wednesday Night Dynamite, and you have NXT on Wednesdays, from live from Full Sail. Sports okay. Entertainment, Monday and Friday. Okay, so how about this, though? You, you're in NXT. You're going to have some guys who are at the end of their line in NXT. You know, there's going to be another batch coming up, and you're going to have to do something with these wrestlers that are, you know, at some point, Johnny Gargano and the Undisputed Era and Velveteen Dream, Don't they're going to run out of shit. Don't say it. What? What are you going to say? Get, get called up? I think, yeah, they're going to get called I, up no, no, at some no. point. I think the now, term let me, let me fin- getting called out is going away. But go ahead. I will now, allow you now, to finish. Let me finish. Okay. Let me finish. You don't like being interrupted, because there's, do you? But there's, no, there's still a ceiling <laughs> to NXT, though. Like, they're still only performing in the performance center. So unless NXT becomes a touring brand. Oh, yeah, full sale. I'm sorry. So unless NXT becomes a touring brand that gets to do arenas like WWE, like, like Raw and SmackDown, and those AEW. wrestlers are going to feel... AEW, right, AEW, those wrestlers are going to feel like they're missing out on something in the industry. So NXT needs to go to that before we even talk about this, but I don't think they're going to. I think NXT is... I think you're going to see talent stay longer in NXT, and like I'm talking like three to five years at a time, but at some point... They're going to have to go somewhere else, and they're going to have to do something fresh. I think you're going to have some guys who are the sports entertainers, especially the Velveteen Dreams, you know. And then you're going to have some guys who are like, the the wrestling is a sport, and what I do is I'm an athlete, and I do a sport like the Johnny Garganos, and SmackDown could be a home for Gargano. Raw could be a home for Velveteen Dream. We keep seeing reports that Raw and SmackDown are going to have distinctively different Deals and yes. how they're produced, rosters and the production are gonna—it's gonna be distinctively mm-hmm. different. And I feel like with the Fox Sports element, that's the teaser that SmackDown might start getting closer to NXT and further away from Raw. But I think that'll elevate SmackDown to the level of Raw in terms of the WWE television show hierarchy. Right? Does that make sense? It does. And I think going back to you know what we're saying about Brock Lesnar being on SmackDown, that's going to be more up a Brock Lesnar's alley. Even though, yeah, he's done a lot of his sports entertaining in the past. I think back to his feud with Kurt Angle. They had a lot of funny right. segments. But put Brock Lesnar in the ring, let him, do, let him do what he does best. You know, we've seen him put on good matches against Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Finn Balor, four of the greatest wrestlers of our time right now. So... If he's capable of doing that, let him do that with more people. I'm looking forward to his match against Kofi at uh, SmackDown on next week. Yeah, Brock's not a goofy 26-year-old dude anymore. He's fucking right. a 40-something-year-old grown-ass man that's 
a seven, it's an eight-time world champion, a fucking and a UFC fucking heavyweight champion, and he gets to go home like, and bang Sable. Yeah, on top of that, in the middle of fucking nowhere in Minnesota, right. and then he gets to go m- m- milk his cows. Yeah, on a fucking cattle farm. That motherfucker's insane. But now I got one thing I want to bring up to you, which will lead us into our next part of the show. Uh, so now that SmackDown is moving to Fridays, once it moves to uh, to Fox. Notice how the draft is starting on SmackDown, the second yeah. day of the drafts on Raw. That's kind of telling me that the wrestling week now starts on a Friday and potentially ends on a Wednesday at NXT. Right, yeah, absolutely. So does that mean, so I think that's how it's always been is for WWE, main roster, not NXT, Monday TV, Tuesday TV, Wednesday, Thursday off, Friday, Saturday, Sunday house show or Sunday pay-per-view, right? Or travel day. like Travel day, maybe. Travel day, right, travel right. day or day off. Mm-hmm. And then three days of house shows leading up to TV again. Right. That's always, I, I, from what we gather from like, we see like. Our apologies, fam, for the technical difficulties. Uh, we have it fixed now. Doc, can you hear me? I can hear you. Doc, I can hear you too, loud and clear. Oh, I can hear you. I can hear you, baby. So, fam, unfortunately, we are still doing this in the comfort of our own homes via the interwebs and not exactly the most professional of setups. But if you enjoy listening to our show each and every week and want to hear the best quality show that we can give you, any support you could offer us is a huge help. So please go to patreon.com slash wrestleaddictradio and donate nothing but $5 a month for you to get exclusive audio content from all of the WrestleAddict Radio personalities. You're going to receive merchandise discounts. You will also receive exclusive access to the Group Me Patreon chat with all WrestleAddict Radio personalities and fans alike. So please, patreon.com slash WrestleAddictRadio. Donate $5 a month. That money's going to go to a great cause, and that causes the fourth wall team and all of us at WrestleAddict Radio being able to perform, inform, and entertain you each and every week. We want to give you the best quality product that we can. So any support that you can show us is a huge help. So thank you in advance, and let's get back to the show. This is DFDC, Jeff Pomaccio, the host of Not Your Mama Soap Opera, and you are listening to the Fourth Wall WrestleCast, exclusively on Wrestle Addict Radio. Now, Doc, we were talking about SmackDown moving to Fridays and how that's the new start of the wrestling week. Now, we kind of gave a quick rundown of how the schedule has been for wrestlers. Now, Doc, what do you think it's going to look like now for these superstars? Um, it's going to be, you know, obviously a Friday TV. I still think you're going to have, you know, a Saturday house show, Sunday house show or pay-per-view. And then a Monday, and then a, you know, Monday TV. And then I guess, was that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday? Do you have a, I guess you're off, do you have a Tuesday house show? And then you're off one, no, you probably won't have a Thursday house show and be off Tuesday and Wednesday. You probably won't have a Thursday house show to get warmed up for TV. Right. You have TV on Friday. 
Or maybe SmackDown and Raw just have different schedules too. Like it's going to be pure exclusive. Let me actually fuck all they're that. Gonna, it's going to be pure yeah, exclusive they're gonna again. Have they're just going to have different schedules. schedules. Yeah. yeah, they're just going to different travel schedules that just have to link up for pay per views. And are we going to be doing brand exclusive pay per views again? Also, that's another big question we have to ask. Right. Remember that that was a thing for a while. And I hope not. What do you What do you think about that? I hope it all not. depends. It all depends on how interesting the shows are. And if you're, I would like, I wouldn't mind having a couple of like two hour long brand exclusive pay per views, two to three hour long SmackDown only, like old school in your house shows, like about right. that long, five to seven matches. Like I'll, you know, I'll be okay with it as long as they alternate months, and they yeah, don't they do they, they months, don't do yeah. two in one month again because that was a lot. Yeah, exactly. So like, you keep the Rumble, you keep the Chamber. Mm-hmm. But like so, the, in in March it could be a SmackDown instead of doing Fastlane, or Fastlane could become SmackDown only, right? Then you got Mania, and then you have what? You have you, then you could have a Raw exclusive, whatever you want to call it. Backlash. Back is a backlash then, right? I that could be so. Raw exclusive, mm-hmm. and then the next one could be SmackDown exclusive in I guess that would be June. Uh, no, that, June's Money in the Bank. That's Money in the Bank. Yeah, June, you got so Money in the be- Bank. July can be uh, a brand exclusive. August mm-hmm. SummerSlam, everybody. Uh, Clash of Champions, everybody. Everybody will have to be. Hell in a Cell would have to be everybody, too. Right. Yeah, and then Survivor or, Series, everybody. And then in December, can be exclusive. Or just get rid of the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view and the Money in the Bank pay-per-view and make them just gimmick matches that happen in a specific, like, you remember how Money in the Bank used to always be at WrestleMania? Yeah, it was awesome when it started you know, WrestleMania. Yeah. That was like, like it we was should great. do something like that again. But you could do it even at SummerSlam. Like it could be a SummerSlam thing now. And you know what? You I, know, I, that, I think we said it. I forget if we said it last year or this year, maybe both years. I personally think after SummerSlam, there should be no pay per view in September. I feel like the after SummerSlam month. Could be a good, uh, a good time to kind of take a little a breather and just develop storylines into the end of the year as we get closer to the road to WrestleMania. I think they should do that. Also, I'm going to d- double down on that. I think they should get rid of the March pay per view also yeah. before May. Before yes, uh, yeah. Fast Lane. Yes, yeah. I like agree. have you have Chamber that sets up like your last like Mania storylines, yes. and then it's just full steam into Mania. I th- and yeah, I, I also think that. that I, I, yeah, and I think that's just WWE using the network to their advantage and knowing that people pay, so they're going to watch network so specials. Right. But sometimes it's just like I, I'm not. I'm usually not in a rush to watch the show. Though I did, I did enjoy Clash of Champions. At least Clash of Champions is a gimmick pay per view. Mm-hmm. Like so, you know you're going to get like okay, every title is going to be defended. Boom, that's cool. Right. You know right. What, what I think would, would I would. I would like more too. You know, I hate how we have like A A events and B events. Like these are the A pay per views. These are the B side. Pay- like, why do we have to even have B side? Why do we have to have the second best pay per views? Why can't every pay per view be? I don't want to say like a WrestleMania, but like we could have Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Great American Bash, Starcade. Clash of Champions, like we could have a ton of big events, you know, every month of the year, or maybe every 
and maybe with a couple pauses. Like I, I kind of like ten as opposed to twelve, and having just those two months, March and what did I say? March and September, where there's no event, no pay per view, for like a little breather. But I think every pay per view could be bigger. I think. Cause hold on, hold on. Now let me ask you this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I, I get what you on you know, that. Yeah. That like what sense. meant more, yeah. Kofi Kingston winning the title at WrestleMania, or would it meant more if he won it a month before at Fastlane? Oh, right? it meant way more at WrestleMania. Exactly. Yeah. So why not make why not put every pay per view event up on a pedestal to make them all that much more special? Because I ha- you you kind of think about it. if we think there's an A and a B pay per view, are the superstars thinking that too? Well, I don't think any of them are thinking that anymore now that AEW is around. Like, this is like, it's funny because I've read a, you and I both were talking about, we've read a lot of people who didn't like Clash of Champions and how it went down. And I know we did our, we did our aftermath on, on Lucha invading New York just because we were there. But so we haven't really talked much about Clash of Champions. I enjoyed how Clash of Champions went down. I thought there were some good wrestling matches, no five star matches, but there were some good, like, Sasha Becky, that, that was awesome. That, that I enjoyed was the, that. That was the highlight of the oh, night. That was the that yeah. was the highlight of the night. And even after Sasha Becky, I thought Orton and Kofi did a good job to freaking keep yeah. up the same. I mean, you know, that was a great match. People were totally invested in Kofi getting that win. That was great. Yeah. They did their jobs. Um, even when freaking like Luke Harper showed up, people gave a shit. Yeah. You know, like people were. I felt like people were. I don't, I don't know, like. There was a lot of panic, a lot of people like being down. I thought the crowd was into it. I was into watching it. The, yeah. the theme showing up at the end was awesome. Like that felt like a it. big show. I called it. It's that gonna felt end like with a, the that, fiend. That felt like a big show. Yeah. You're right. Like, even though it was a month after SummerSlam. So to your point, they can do it if they book smart. They like, book they smart. Book smart. They, they produce and Sasha, it correctly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Becky and Sasha is a big match. Right. You know, I personally, I know I'm in a minority here. I've enjoyed Eric Rowan and what he's been doing. I've enjoyed his appearances of SmackDown. I don't think he, I think he's actually starting to distinguish himself as an actual character now, like with his promo work and not just like some big guy that follows some other guy around. Like, right. okay. Like you're, you're they're let. I feel like they're kind of letting him be himself a little bit. And it's, it's what we always want out of our wrestlers, and I think we're kind of getting like I, I'm enjoying his promo work. He's yeah, he's not the best in rain worker in a role, but he's he's a big guy. He just needs to do big guy things to get over. Right. You I enjoyed you don't that. Have to be a was great, over. You don't have to be a, a great in ring technician to be over. Like look at Goldberg; he did two moves. Right. You know. Yeah. It's just you have to be entertaining. Right. You have to be entertaining. Simple as that. And you know, look at Roman. Ro- Roman was completely over. Like. Whole crowd is behind him. Yeah, it was. That's exactly what you wanted out of that feud. Your face got a big pop. Your heel got a, a reaction. His his surprise. His tag team partner returning got a reaction. That was a huge. Like I thought that was done really well. I know we were bitching how that match. I and mean, I still think that match should have been on SmackDown, by the way. And agreed the, that and that fantastic King of the Ring final should have been on fucking the pay per view. All hail King Corbin. You know. All hail King Corbin. So that's that, but that's neither here nor there. You know, Becky Sasha was smart booking. Charlotte Bailey smart booking. You know, uh, Braun and Seth was smart booking. That was smart booking because Braun didn't look weak. 
he right. lost, but he still looked really strong. Freaking jumping off the top rope, he almost busted his ass. Yeah, but he still, he but got he still the job made done. And he, he also he also job. kicked out of three curb stomps. Yeah, three. Yeah, he kicked out of three. So yeah. much, so much for for protecting the champion's finishing move, though. Right. Well, it's it's you know, it's not the best finisher. It, it was it was bound to happen at some point, right? If, if there's one thing that Seth Rollins has lacked in his career, it's it's a finish, like a really solid finisher. I don't know. Yeah. I like the curb stomp. I, like I do, the curb but like stomp. you said. I like the curb stomp more than I like the GTS, the go to sleep. I disagree completely Ooh, with you. really? Why? Yeah. Why? Just to go to sleep. It's, that's a, <laughs> for me, that's always been a quick, high-impact move. you got to set the curb stop up. It and just like, looks you, weird. Most, I'm going to carry you on my shoulders, throw you up over my head just to knee you in the face. There's so many other ways yeah. for you to knee you in the face. But that's a high-impact knee in the face. I, I don't know. The curb stop, I think, is much more, is much more impactful. People could easily kick out of the go-to-sleep. And I can see the curb stomp being more of a protective finisher, unlike what we saw with Braun. I, but that's just my opinion. I think Punk's GTS kicks uh, Nakamura's Kinshasa's ass. Kinshasa. Kinshasa. Oh, Kinshasa. 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 I fucking love when Sami Zayn calls with the Kinshasa now. Oh, my God. Yo, uh, you real know what I don't like? Go ahead. You know what I ahead. don't like about Sami and Nakamura? Is when Nakamura has a match, Sami Zayn shouldn't get an entrance. Also, no, he should walk. He should walk it. out like Paul Heyman with, with no him. music. Yeah, do a promo and then introduce him. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, but I love how you didn't say I hate the fact that Sami has a mic and commentates during the match. I have no problem with that. I, right? He's doing it right. None. Not like when yeah, Leo Rush was doing it. But anyway. So, fam, we're going to run and take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to bring to you the 2019 WWE Fourth Wall Fantasy Draft. I have some very specific rules for this one to kind of keep some law and order this time so we don't talk about every wrestler on the roster for the next two hours. Uh, I guarantee you Doc's going to fight with me. Doc's going to tell me it was stupid. Doc's gonna tell me we should change this, but uh, it's the most I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take control. I'm gonna run my own damn show, Doc. So, fam, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. What's up, guys? This is the Monday Night Delight from the Gift of Podcast, and you're listening to Wrestle Addict Radio. Hey guys, this is the man who loves to make a difference, Nate the Effin' Great. You can always interact with me on Twitter at Real Effin' Game. And be sure to listen into my podcast, The Game Changer Podcast, where we talk about pop culture, professional wrestling, play games, among so many other great things. Guys, remember that you can make a difference. This is Nate the Effin' Great from The Game Changer Podcast, exclusively on Wrestle Attic Radio. Hey, it's me. Johnny Smarks, and you're listening to the Fourth Wall WrestleCast on Wrestle Attic Radio. And we're back. Now, Doc, I need you to listen very closely to the rules of the 2019 WWE Fourth Wall Draft. So, Doc, we have a list of 41 
superstars. Tag teams are counted as one that you and I are going to draft. I will allow you to choose. Do you want to be Raw or do you want to be SmackDown? I'm going to go SmackDown. Damn it. All right. I'll be Raw. So, now, Doc, I'll leave this up to interpretation, depending on if you have a good storyline to back it up. But the champions that we currently have now are going to remain on their respective brands. Seth Rollins and the Universal Champion on Raw, Kofi and the WWE Championship on SmackDown, Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch on Raw, SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey on SmackDown, Shinsuke Nakamura with Sami Zayn. I am keeping those two together with the IC title on SmackDown. AJ Styles with the OC on Raw and the U.S. Championship. Drew Gulak is still considered a Raw a Raw superstar, cruiserweight champion. Ziggler and Bobby Roode, Raw tag team champions. Revival SmackDown. And then the two titles that switch are the Women's Championship, Tag Team Championship, sorry, and the 24-7 Championship. Okay? Okay. Okay. Now, before we go on to our list, out of any of those championships, if you were to fantasy book the draft, would you switch any of the titles over to another brand? No. Good answer. Um, And I'm going to go with that because... Now that this goes back to SmackDown moving to Fox, you're try- if you're trying to get eyes on the product, you want to keep the most prestigious championships on that brand, and that's the WWE Championship and the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, there, An argument can be made. The United States that's- Championship has been around longer than the Intercontinental Championship. It has been. But the it- Intercontinental Championship has always been WWE. Exactly. That's what I was getting at. Thank you. So yes, you're right. An right. argument definitely could be made. You know, yeah, like like dude, Ric Flair is like a fucking eight time United States champion or something. Right. You right. know, Ricky Steamboat's a multi time United States champion. Blackjack Mulligan, like mm-hmm. fucking who's who of seventies and eight. Like that was the mid card title in the nineteen seventies and early eighties. And then the right. Intercontinental title started in seventy nine. And you know, I mean, obviously, humongous legends have Randy Savage, Ricky Steamboat again, right? Um, Chris Jericho, you know, great names have won that title too. So I think in terms of, I'm thinking more the wrestler though. Like I think SmackDown and Fox, Nakamura, international audience, maybe might get some Japanese viewers interested. Right. You, know, you know, people that you know are going to watch. You know, just just a thought. You know. That was where my head was at with that. Not so much thinking about the prestige as much. Okay. Either way, though, I think it's it's a good move, at least also for our fantasy booking. Keep the champions where they are for now. So, yeah. fam, I'm going to give you a very quick rundown of the 41 superstars that are going to be in our draft pool. Starting with Ali, Alistair Black, AOP, Andrade with Zelina Vega, the Kabuki Warriors with Paige, King Corbin, The New Day, this is pertaining to just Big E and Xavier Woods. I notice how I am keeping them separate from Kofi. Okay. Uh, the Iconics, Bobby Lashley, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, 
Buddy Murphy, Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman, Carmella, Cesaro, Cedric Alexander, Chad Gable, Charlotte, Daniel Bryan, Drew McIntyre, Elias, Ember Moon, the Viking Raiders, Harper and Rowan together, Finn Balor, the Usos, uh, the OC being Gallus and Anderson, Lacey Evans, Rusev, the Riot Squad. Notice how I brought them back together. Shocking, right? That's Shocking. Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and Sarah Logan. Uh, I miss all three of you, so please come back to TV soon. I know you all listen to our podcast every week, so thank you. We love you, Riot Squad. We win, we riot. Uh, moving oh, on. Would you move list. on? <laughs> moving on. The Miz, Natalia, Heavy Machinery, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, Sasha Banks, Kevin Owens, and John Cena. Okay. How the fuck did John Cena get on this list and not AJ Styles? Well, that's the reason why there's 40. Well, AJ Styles already has a, a title. Oh, you yeah, champion. Duh. My bad. Stupid. My bad. My bad. My Stupid. bad. Stupid. 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 All right. Stupid. So, Doc, this is Stupid. how we're going. This is how we're going to decide which one of us uh, gets our first draft pick. Think a number that right. I'm thinking between one and ten. Three. No, you're wrong. So I go first. Okay. So my very first draft pick. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> my first draft pick. <laughs> As the new Raw general manager is going to be Kevin Owens. Hi. Are we gonna uh, you gonna talk about why that's a big draft pick number one? Um, I, I want to. If I was if I was the general manager of Raw, I would want to uh, revolve my championship picture around some top stars, and Kevin Owens is one of those stars. Okay. I, I want to put well, him right in the championship picture. All right. So Owens is your number one. Well, I'm looking at this list, and I'm taking Charlotte Flair as my number one. Because okay. I got Becky already. Oh, wait. No, I'm on SmackDown. Who do I get in? You are on I keep SmackDown. That, I, right. On SmackDown. So I got Becky. rephrase that. No, I'm taking. I'm taking. Uh, I'm taking. Uh, fuck! I'm taking Charlotte number one anyway. All right. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Good pick. Good pick. Revolving the women's division around her. Yeah. Her and Bailey. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. All right. The next pick. My second draft pick to Raw will be Daniel Bryan. Again, I'm trying to... The, I feel like the Raw Championship picture has been involving a lot of the same people for a long time. And I think the, the championship Universal Championship picture needs a facelift. And we got to see some new faces. Well, well, my next pick, I'm taking the hottest thing in WWE right now. Looks like a Bray Wyatt, dude. I mean, there's nothing hotter. He's going to beat Seth. Hell in a cell. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I could, I definitely agree with that. And in my mind, Bray Wyatt would have been the Universal Champion, but you took him from me now. So, 
I'm going up, to because I had already fantasy booked both uh, both brands. So I'm How could going you fantasy to, book when you didn't know who I was going to pick? <laughs> well, I did my own fantasy draft if I did both Raw and SmackDown. So. Oh, okay. All right. My next draft pick will be Finn Balor over to the Raw side because he needs to join the OC. End of story. That's it. Because he needs to join the he OC. He needs to be heel Balor. I want to see the rock star, Prince Devitt, come back to action. Okay? And I want him well, I want to see him lead the OC. Because the OC okay. needs to okay. in my future future booking, the OC is gonna be the hottest thing on Raw and Undisputed Era is going to be the hottest thing on NXT. And there's going to be a uh, a match between the two stables. All right, well, then my my uh, next pick is going to uh, anchor my tag division. It's going to be the Viking Raiders. Fuck you. I hate you. Yeah, man. Because that was my well, next pick. Is that going to be pick. your next pick? Yes, literally. Oh, I was about to go into it. Talk about fantasy football sleuth over here. <laughs> uh, the Viking Raiders are, I think, the next uh, big faces in terms of uh, tag team wrestling in WWE, I mean, they're just amazing in the ring. People who don't know who they are know who they are by the end of their matches when they face real opponents. So I, you right. got to get a top tag team in there. So Viking Raiders are this for All me. right. Well, for me, um, obviously the OC, because I said earlier we got to keep the OC together. So the OC, Gallus and Anderson, is staying on Raw. All right. Well, um, don't do it. Let me tell you who's going to be leaving Raw, and that's going to be Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Oh, that's fine. Fucking take him. Okay. Take him. Uh, my next pick also to help round out my tag division is going to be the Usos. Well, to round, round out my – to upgrade my tag division and give me the uh, stable I want of Heyman guys – I'm going to take one of the most underutilized and misused tag teams since their call up from NXT. Give me, and I'm renaming them the Authors of Pain. The the Kabuki Warriors? No, the Authors of Pain. Their real name. They did say Authors of Pain in their promo. They did. That made me happy. It gave me some hope. All right. So my next pick on the Raw side... Let me see. Let me take a look now because now you took some of my picks. I'm going to do that. I need to round out more of my tag division. Now, you know what? Let's change gears. Oh. I'm making him rethink his strategy. Yeah, bro. I don't like it. All right. To To... Headline my women's division and dethrone Becky Lynch. I'm pulling over the entire Riot Squad over to Raw. Entire Riot Squad, okay. Yep. Okay, well, I am going to help out my women's division also for my next pick. And I'm going to keep three of the four horses together, and I'll be taking Sasha Banks. Ooh, 
I think it's important to have three of the four horsemen together. Okay. Yep. My next pick on the raw side, I'm going to draft King Corbin. I had my eyes on him, dude. Uh, it was nice to see Corbin fully heal again in yes. the King of the Ring final. <laughs> dude, how awesome was that? I, I how do we it. got the New York, How do we got the New York crowd out of here? Yep. <laughs> um, I'd like to uh, take another tag team with my next pick, and because I have Kofi, I'm also going to keep the New Day on SmackDown and keep them together with Kofi. And also, I think that's a great you know, compliment to the authors of Pain and Viking Raiders. Agreed. Okay. Uh, my next pick on the Raw side, I'm going to draft Ali. Ali? Why? Why Ali? Well, I don't know. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Ali, and i like to see him come over on the flagship show on Raw and just have have him give him some fresh fresh matchups. Very nice. Um, I'm going to take another male wrestler that I always feel is poised for a breakout and never quite gets it. I'm going to bring Samoa Joe over to my uh, stable of badasses on SmackDown, where he can join Brock Lesnar, AOP, the Viking Raiders, and Bray Wyatt as they slap your fucking bitch show to the ground. Wow. It's like you know who my next picks are and you just keep taking them. <laughs> well, since you took Samoa Joe, I'm going to keep Drew McIntyre over on Raw. Okay. You're gonna have Drew just because it's an even swap. What do you mean an even swap? Like Drew and Joe are an even swap? I think, I think so, in terms of their style, their gimmick. Okay. They're both just right. big, big badass heels that don't give a fuck and just and wreak havoc. Drew is due uh, for a, a return pretty soon too. By the way, he had a minor surgery, shoulder surgery, I think. That's good. That's good to know. That's good to know. All right, so I need some excitement on my show. Mm-hmm. I need some high flying excitement on my show. Uh oh. I need some ricochet. All right, fine. <laughs> I mean, come, once again, I, I want guys who are impressive in the ring and mm-hmm. have their in-ring work ethic, you know, take over. That's okay. what I want to see. Well, I'm going to add one more uh, main event start on my women's division, and that is going to be Ember Moon. You said you were, you said you were adding a main event star. Wow. Okay. I love Ember. She's not a main event star. She's a she's a she's a she's still in the mid card in my opinion. That being said, Ember Moon was I was either her or Ricochet for my last pick. So you did okay. take my next pick. There we go. All right. <laughs> um, let's see. Do I go? Do I go? Women's tag team? No. I don't know. Do Honestly, I, I just don't care. You can have all the women. You want to just take the women's tag teams? I don't need them. Oh, the, the Kabuki Warriors and the Iconics? You can have no, both no. of them. Um, I think the next smartest move right here 
is for a young, not another up-and-coming face. I want to take Chad Gable, who just had an impressive showing at the King of the Ring tournament and okay. impressive match against Aaron Corbin, like we said earlier. King Corbin, my apologies. King. All right. So then my next draft pick is going to be... Fuck it, I'm taking John Cena. I'm surprised it took both of us this long to choose John Cena. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I'm taking Roman Reigns, motherfucker. <laughs> True, no one even mentioned Roman yet either. All right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, talk about someone who's over. I got, you know, I got Brock, who's a tweener. I got Bray, who's they want to be a heel, but is a face because everybody loves it. I got Joe, who's a tweener. I got two small faces in Ricochet and Chad Gable. Now I got my big face in Roman. I got Daniel Bryan, John Cena, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, AJ Styles, Seth Rollins. But you're turning, but you're turning Finn heel. And you're turning AJ heel. And I got That's Kofi fun. in the New so, Day. And I got, and I got, th- and I got three of the four horse. I'm going to have the OC. I'm going to have the strongest stable in wrestling. I'm going to have Taman guys, dude. And three of the four horsewomen. Yeah, well, you know what? On that note, whose who's pick is it? My pick? It's so. Good. I'm taking the Kabuki Warriors with Paige. And in my fantasy booking, Paige is going to be cleared for, to wrestle. The Kabuki Warriors are going to break up, and you're going to have Kyrie Sane, Asuka, and Paige in the women's fantasy division. Book, you cannot fantasy book Paige to be Why cleared. Not? Why not? It's my, my draft, bro. Oh, my God. It's my draft. Fantasy. I'm going to take another... And, and, anyway, huge. you know what else I'm going to fantasy book? Paige is going to join the Riot Squad. Oh, God. You need, you need to stop playing 2K, dude. <laughs> 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 I'm going to take another uh, huge fan that hasn't been grabbed yet. I'm going to take Braun Strowman, who's also showed himself to be a fun tag team wrestler, too. Yes, he has. And a short little okay. thing with Seth Rollins. Because I enjoyed them as a tag team, so... I got some big boys over here. I'm taking the big boys, but I also got some of these. I got some Ricochet and Chad Gable over here too. You do, and since you got Ricochet, Chad Gable, I'm going to actually take Cedric Alexander. You could take Cedric. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who was your last pick before Cedric? Just then. Uh, Kabuki was, Warriors uh, with Paige. Kabuki. Okay. Keep a track of your picks so I know who I can and can't pick. Um. We I'm looking at this one, list. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 more picks. Okay. There's plenty of talent. I already have my eyes on four of them. So you can't pick Uh, four that that I'm thinking right now. I wouldn't need another women's wrestler. And that women's wrestler is going to be Carmella. Ooh. Okay. Yep. I am going to add more fuel to my main event scene by taking Randy Orton. I'm going to add future fuel to my main event scene. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take the new and return and slimmed out Rusev. Rusev Udria. Rusev Good pick. Stop. I'll put him face again too. Um, I am also going to take an up and coming star 
this era's Eddie Guerrero, Andrade, El Idolo, with Zelina Vega. Now you got my next pick. Good job. Thank you. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you took Cesaro, right? Nope. He's still open. You didn't? Yep. Uh, I'll take I'll, I'll take Cesaro, another underutilized talent that I could make magic out of. Okay. And my next pick is going to be You know what? I'm going to add more to my tag division. I'm going to take Rowan and Harper. Oh, I was going to do the same thing. Well, when I say that, I was going to add more talent to my tag division. I'm taking my favorite young tag team, Heavy Machinery. Steaks and weights. Steaks and weights. Steaks I need and weights. I need steaks and weights. I need steaks and weights. I need the red brand to fade to black. Okay. And I'm going to take Alistair Black. Okay. Well, I need the blue brand. To have a get another maybe another another solid veteran. Do I want to go young? Yeah, we still got two veterans on this list. I'm kind of tossed up too between which one I want to take. I think that I don't know if I want to take the veteran here though. So we have Elias left. In my, I'm looking at Elias. I'm looking at The Miz. And I'm looking at Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. We got Bobby Lashley on that list, too. Yeah, but I'm not looking at Bobby Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> but he's almighty, go, damn it. I, I need some more faces, so I'm going to go with The Miz. Okay. My next pick is going to round out my women's division, and I'm taking Lacey Evans. Okay. I also need The Miz to beat Nakamura for that Intercontinental title. Hmm. So we yeah. can then tie uh, Jericho's record? Tie Jericho, that's right. And uh, I'm going to add some more um, high-quality wrestling to my women's division by drafting your favorite, Natalia. I mean, that's why I... I could have. I, 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 I probably could have picked. I probably could have picked her last, honestly. But I knew yeah, you were. I was gonna pick her. <laughs> <laughs> you had such a problem with her for some reason. Um, I'm going to add another up and coming star, high flyer, Buddy Fucker. Murphy. Oh, the next pick, son of a bitch. Uh, uh, at this point, we are down to Elias. And yep. Rey Mysterio. Uh, we're oh, also and we have Bobby right? Lashley and the Iconics. Yep. Our final four. Give a, dude, give me, a, give me Elias. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. I like That's the way tough. my I like the way my women's division is looking, and I want to add more. I'm taking the Iconics. Well, it doesn't even make sense to me to take the Iconics. They only gave us two tag teams to pick from. And I already have fire and desire on my side. Yeah, but you see, I don't really look at the women's tag teams as they can. They can't 
they don't only just wrestle tag teams. I look at them as singles wrestlers also. They're interchangeable. Uh, yeah, so you didn't say that because I would have picked us. Well, who, whose fault is ago. that? Whose fault is that for not thinking that way? Come on, Th- Doc. That's cheap, dude. That's cheap, dude. I thought we were going real tag divisions here. No. It's cheap. I told you, Paige is going to be cleared for it's to cheap. wrestle. And I'm going to throw Asuka and Kyrie Sane in the oh, singles up. division. I'm picking Rey Mysterio. Because Rey Mysterio fucking rules. And that's going to leave me with... Um, you know what, bro? Lashley. Sorry to Lashley. say, man, but my show is going to be almighty. Lashley. So I'm going to add Bobby Lashley <laughs> on that the it? side. That's everyone, man. So let's go. Let's run down this. So on the Raw side, oh, I drafted Ali, Alistair Black, Andrade with Zelina Vega, the Kabuki Warriors with Paige, King Corbin, the almighty Bobby Lashley, the best kept secret Buddy Murphy, Cedric Alexander, Daniel Bryan, Ember Moon, Rowan and Harper, Finn Balor, The Usos, The OC, Lacey Evans, The Riot Squad, Ruby, Liv, and Sarah, The Viper, Randy Orton, Kevin Owens, and John Cena. Wait, SpongeBob, we're not cavemen. We have John Cena. You drafted somebody who's like not even on TV anymore. But in my fantasy booking, he is. Yeah, well, he's the face that runs. The, well, here's the thing. Actually, he he's is not the face that runs the place. No, it's but a wait a second. He actually has been on TV. But you know why? You know what? Though you, you can't see him. Shut up. That's the worst joke you've ever made. <laughs> Terrible. So on the SmackDown Absolutely side, Doc, yeah, on the SmackDown side, the GM Doc. Has drafted yeah. Authors of Pain. Such better than you. The New Day, Big E and Xavier Woods. Hold on. Uh, I'll read my own team. Okay, fine. Read your own. Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention the Iconics came to Raw. I still had them on my list for SmackDown. Yeah. My bad. I'll mention my own teams. Fine. Uh, you know my what? Own yeah, announce, announce your own shitty roster. So, of course, my, my uh, WWE champion and your WWE champion Kofi Kingston Fam, Smackdown. since you guys can't see this I will let you know that Doc was just gyrating and like wiggling his hips in the camera it was quite quite the image so obviously I kept the New Day together and I'll start right there with the tag team division because you're going to have the New Day you're going to still have the Revival the, the maybe the best technical wrestlers in tag team wrestling in WWE on my team with the great New Day of course Keeping the young and up and coming heavy machinery. I'm keeping the author, I'm getting, I'm taking the authors of pain from you. And like I said, I'm going to put them together, make them Heyman guys. Um, and of course, the Viking Raiders, you know, another top up and coming tag team. Um, my men's singles. How Bray Wyatt was it in your first two picks? You should be shot and fired and sacked oh from GMing for all time. I don't know what the hell you were thinking. Like when he was still there with like the number five, six pick, I was fucking almost shit my pants. Anyway, I got Bray Wyatt anchoring the division along with your champion Kofi. 
Uh, I also got to bring Brock Lesnar over, and he's going to form a faction with the Authors of Pain. It's going to be great. I brought Samoa Joe over. I brought Ricochet. I brought Chad Gable. Oh, and just for shits and giggles, um, Roman Reigns, the top face of the past five years. Braun Strowman, the next up-and-coming face. All I got to do is yell, and he's over. And he actually knows how to talk a little bit now, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the returning Rusev will be returning to SmackDown to my world, and he will continue to climb the ladder and climb the ladder. He's going to destroy the mid-card before eventually getting his shot at the top. Yo, uh, I, Cesaro. I love his new look, by the way. Rusev's new look. Oh, he looks, I love it. He got, yeah, he, he, it's, it's a more mature, crisp look. I dig. Yes. Uh, Cesaro will be will be joining us in SmackDown, where I plan on, uh, you know, letting him be himself as much as possible. Uh, the Miz will continue to fight Nakamura and win his ninth, become a nine-time Intercontinental Champion at some point. Elias, Rey Mysterio. But the big cue for me comes on the women's side, where I have, count them, three of the four horsewomen in Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, and the SmackDown champ Becky Lynch. I also took Carmella and Natalia. That is a roster, dude. That's a roster. Man, we both That's selling out hold arenas. On, hold on. Look at look at my main event scene on Raw. Besides, I, I the, really current, can't. besides the current champion, Seth Rollins, we have the United States champion, AJ Styles. We have Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode as the Raw tag team champions. First Your of all, faction game is strong. All right, Your faction, faction game, game is, is strong. strong. Now now look at my other main eventers, John Cena, Kevin Owens, Randy Orton, Finn Balor, Drew McIntyre. I forgot I forgot to mention McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. King, King Corbin. King Corbin. You don't Bobby even, Lashley. You know what? You should give stop. Daniel right Bryan. There. You should give me Corbin. You should give me Corbin. Because it's absolutely disrespectful that King Corbin wasn't the first name out of your mouth when you talked about the main eventers on your show. Absolutely disrespectful. Wow. Yeah. But no, you know, you know what's not disrespectful? Putting him on the same show with people like John Cena, Kevin Owens, Randy Orton, sharing the spotlight with the caliber of those stars. And then and do look uh, at look look at my mid card. Ali, Alistair Black, Andrade, uh Buddy Murphy, Cedric Alexander. Dude, my mid card is Samoa Joe, Ricochet. Chad Gable, Rusev, Cesaro, The Miz, Elias. I didn't even. I'll put Rey Mysterio in my mid card for shits and giggles. I'll alternate him and Samoa Joe. I got Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman at the top of my card, man. Dude, look at my, look at my and Mysterio tag teams. if I want him. Look at my tag teams. I got the OC. I got the Usos. I got Rowan and Harper. I got Ziggler and Rude. Come on. I got you know the, what, I got the Riot the, Squad, dude. That's all I got to you know say, the those, Riot Squad. You know what all those teams have in common that you just said? The Viking Raiders would kill them all. Oh, please. And then and then the Authors of Pain would pick up all the scraps. And then Heavy Machinery would pick up all the scraps after that. And I didn't even get to the New Day. The six-time tag team champions New Day. But, you know, the one good thing that we both have... Is we're we're sharing the twenty four seven championship. <laughs> we have to. We have to share it's that. It's defended twenty four seven. Yes, it has to be. <laughs> 
So obviously we left a lot of superstars off this list. We left Drake, Drake Maverick, EC3, No Way Jose. Uh, this is uh, some tag teams like the B Team, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, Lucha House Party. Uh, we left a lot of these wrestlers off the off the list just because we're trying not to give you another two-hour super show as we talk about every single wrestler on the roster. While it was fun that one time at, you know, a quarter to two in the morning, Doc and I can't do what we used to do back then because now we're getting, we're about a year older, so. This is, this is way more entertaining to do it this way. Yes. Yeah. So I'm actually surprised you didn't argue with me about it. But either way, this was fun. This is just all in good fun. Just uh, kind of giving our takes on what we would do, like every other wrestling fan does. That's our favorite pastime is to create rumors and fantasy book everything. So, Doc, with that being said, that's now all the time we've had for today. So, fam, if this is your first time tuning in, thank you for listening to episode 43 of the Fourth Wall WrestleCast. Be sure to check us out every Saturday on the Wrestle Addict Radio Network. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Hit that subscribe button and make sure you tell your friends. Also, if you've really enjoyed the show and want to show your support, first do so by following us on all social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Fourth Wallcast. That's the number four T H W A L C A S T. You can find me at JC Bones, Doc at Dr. Haas 4WC, Smarky at Johnny Smarks a lot, and Jesse J at Miss Bootiesworth. If you haven't already, please give Wrestle Addict Radio a follow on Twitter at Addict underscore Wrestle and Wrestle Addict Radio on Instagram. Don't forget to join the fam by going to patreon.com slash Wrestle Addict Radio where $5 a month gets you exclusive content, merchandise discounts. You will also get access to our exclusive Group Me Patreon chat where you can talk with all the Wrestle Addict Radio personalities. So once again, that's patreon.com slash Wrestle Addict Radio. If you have enjoyed this fourth wall experience, please be sure to tell all your friends to like, share, subscribe, and join the Patreon and help this thing grow and grow and continue to be the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. Once again... We are the Fourth Wall WrestleCast. And Doc, what are we here to do? Keep wrestling real, baby. That's right, baby. Goodbye and good night.
All right, right dude. on that note. On that done. note, that's all the time we have for today, folks. I'll catch you later. I'll catch you, dude. Not, not, if, all, not if I folks. catch you first. Love, peace, and chicken grease. What are you doing? Oh, you're too sweet in your microphone? I'm too sweet in you. Not your phone. It's my fucking <laughs> Skype camera, you asshole. There we go. I'll see you later. <laughs> later, dude.